Welcome to episode one of Eating Out Philly. And we're going to talk about our latest trip to Double Knot, which you picked out, Ron. Yes, I did. Why'd you pick that out? I saw it on the top listing for uh, restaurants in Philadelphia, the top 50. And was it new this year? New this year. New in the top year. 10. New this year. I think it might have opened this year, though, too. I think so maybe it, it didn't even have a shot last year. That's probably true. It wasn't even on the radar. I don't believe it was. So it was Michael Scholson's new restaurant. I will take, take my- your word for it. Yes, <laughs> I will. And um, we they had a couple different options because you could do a tasting menu. Yes, which we often do. Yes, but you didn't want to do it this time. No, too many uh, good choices on the on the menu. I didn't want to leave anything to chance this time. It's a huge menu. It is. It takes several hours to read it, so make sure you block out plenty of time for dinner. And we uh, got, we probably ordered a little too much. We definitely ordered too much. Because by the time we got to the end, when we're like, thank goodness we're done, they still brought out two more dishes. Yes, which we pretty much brought home after uh, just taking a little little taste there. So we got the hamachi. Right. Hamachi. Yep, I think, right? Did we, we did. Get that? I okay. believe so. And you wanted to order the prawn, which I advised against. Right. They had a whole section of the menu, uh, robotayaki, which is a fancy way to say that they skewer it with a large toothpick and then grill it <laughs> like over an open flame. And uh, we ordered several of those, including the prawn. Yeah. And I said, Ron, you know that comes with the, the eyes still on it and the hair, like the funky hairdo. And I was hoping you were you were wrong, but you yeah. were right. That is how it that is how it how it came. And I personally don't care for, for food that looks like it did right at the time of death. Right, no. I, I know pref- that's a real turn off for you. <laughs> so turn off and I'm I not did. as affected by it as you are, but still a turn off for and you. The first time I because that first time I ordered soft shell crab, I had no I, I thought it was gonna be like a crab cake. And like how wrong what, you were. Very wrong when they brought out this soft crab, what is it? Soft, soft shell crab. Soft shell crab sandwich. And I'm like, there's a dead crab. At least crab. it was covered by bread. <laughs> it's like, what, what happened? They ran out of time in the kitchen. <laughs> Usually it looks like what washed up on the beach. They just take it and throw it on a plate. So that was a little disturbing. And then I realized, I'm like, I don't like to be reminded that I'm eating an animal. Right. It, and the soft shell crab looks like it could still possibly get away. I mean, yes. it's still just on the plate, maybe covered with sand, a light coating, and then it's off. So you have to be quick with the soft shell, uh, soft shell crab. Not sure whose idea that, that was. Uh, yeah, I was not a... Not a big fan. So that's that's why I think that's why I like chicken nuggets are so popular because exactly. they look nothing like the No, no <laughs> sense like, of the chicken from whence they came. No, no not sense. Even a of little that. bit. There's no. barely chicken in it. That's true. It's mostly don't look soy. At it. Don't don't look at it that way, please. <laughs> we're not here to critique chicken nuggets this morning. So All right. So we're back to double knot. We we noticed there we started out upstairs, we got a drink in the bar. They were able to see seat us pretty quickly. You right. uh had to wait about 10 minutes to use the restroom because there's one and every time you were ready to go in a woman approached you and was like can i just cut in front and yes. my daughter the, the, is- the whole bathroom uh uh what's the word ordeal was a little <laughs> bit difficult but we survived it and we got there early and, and yep. they did uh, they did seat us downstairs we said right downstairs yes yes they kind of hand you off they're very uh coordinated with all of their um earpieces and, and communicating. So they met us downstairs. They sent us down the stairs and somebody popped out from a curtain behind there and sat us down. We had a very nice uh, table mm-hmm. and uh, noticed a lot of children 
Yes. There. It, it, it is kid-friendly. There are a lot of things on the menu that kids would uh, eat, even though maybe it sounds more exotic than, than it yeah. is. There are, there but are things they, kids would eat. The uh, fried cheese curds, which I wanted to try because it sounded so good. We got those, and that was it wasn't like a mozzarella stick, but a kid would be happy. Would eat that. Yeah. And the uh, lemon chicken we ordered at the end mm-hmm. basically is... is uh, a glorified chicken nugget, I guess, or similar, but <laughs> much really tastier good. than that. And uh, so that's something else kids With could real have. chicken. Yes, one would assume. <laughs> and it was a huge bowl. It was. It was. Like that would be an, yeah, that another would be meal. For yeah. one kid, probably. They wouldn't have to order anything else for the kids. But yeah, that was the first time we'd been to a restaurant where we saw like a noticeable amount of kids there. And so I guess it, we weren't there too late. No, we so. had a pretty early reservation. But other than the hamachi, what else did we have before the robotiaki? I don't, I don't recall. Oh, before, I don't remember the order, but we had some sword, or not, you know, I did have swordfish. Right. We had octopus. Octopus was was uh, excellent. Yep. We had um, some, some kind strip. of a ste- yeah, some kind of a mm-hmm. sirloin or a strip steak. And we had the Japanese hot dog or something like that. Right, Japanese sausage, which was a, a Deaton a Watson dog. hot dog, basically with a stick through it, maybe <laughs> very similar to to that. And um, I don't recall what else we. Oh, we had some uh, dumplings, or what they call oh, they uh, were, gyoza. They were so which good, were, which were excellent. And I was sad because they came at the end. I was so full, I could barely eat them. Right, and they were kind of all co co joined. Yes, together, but like um, twins. Excellent, right? Like like, like quintuplets, twins. like quintuplets, right? So. Conjoined. Dumplings. I think that's what the gyozo means. Cojoined. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Conjoined. I don't. I don't know. That you that's, say cojoined. I was saying conjoined. You're probably again uh, conjoined. Right. If you're okay. listening to this for uh, for for English <laughs> or for references, definitely listen to uh, <laughs> the female uh, protagonist. <laughs> and then we managed to squeeze in dessert somehow. And then there was an interesting couple next to us that came halfway through. Right. Initially, you thought it was an older couple dating. Dating. Like I'm. Pe- Ninety nine percent sure it was a mother and and son combination. So it was weird because the dynamic was weird. I was like, this guy's a little bit like he keeps talking about himself and kind of dominating, and she seems really like more submissive. And I'm like, did they meet on like a silver over fifty five, over seventy? Yeah, it was really <laughs> odd. And then and then I realized after you told me later that that she had said my son was parking the car, which I did not hear that. I did. And that made more sense because I'm sure if I'm out with my son when I'm 80 and he's 55 or whatever, I will be list- I will be much more interested to hear what he has to say than he'll be interested in what I have to say. So. Either way, a handsome couple. They were Re- handsome. Irregardless of, uh, of what their <laughs> relationship, uh, regardless of what their uh, relationship status <laughs> Once might, again, might don't, be. Don't listen to Ron if you're <laughs> no. going for correct grammar. Or anything like that, and they were hustling off for a show or something afterwards. They were, they were, they were in and out. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty quickly. So okay. My ears are, were uh, sharply tuned to their, uh, to their yes. conversation. And they got like a whole fish, right? They, they did. They got yeah. a, a big fried uh, fish. So we, we went more with the small, an plates. abundance of small plates. Too many. We did, but uh, we again, very good, excellent yeah. restaurant. We could have not gotten two, but I don't know what they would have been. The prawn. Could the prawn would have been out. That would have been the first one out for sure. It, it was uh, again. It was it was good. It just wasn't as good as everything else. The octopus yes. was really good, mm-hmm. so um, definitely would recommend that. And uh, we would go back. We would go back, and it was cool because when we were done, they have this section of couches that I was like, "Oh, let's take our wine over there and sit there." And then some cooler people came and sat down, and we could hipsters, make it, yeah. younger hipsters came in, and they looked better there than yes. we would, more appropriate. They would have asked us to leave if probably. we sat there. 
I think so. So we probably saved ourselves some embarrassment with uh, yeah. with that. So, but they did look really comfortable. Like when uh, William Mulherin and Sons, they have a section where you can kind of sit in front of a fireplace, right? But a I little think coffee table, and you can yeah. hang out and actually eat there. Yeah, I and mean, I think it's like first come, first serve. I don't know if you can actually request that, but anyway. I like that more of these restaurants are coming up with these kind of like casual lounging spots. And I think just to draw people more out of their homes, because more and more people are staying home. I think they're ordering in, they're having parties at home and stuff like that than going out and eating. And then it's so they can create this environment where there is a little bit more of a relaxed vibe without relaxing the quality of the food. I think some of the the restaurants are kind of going for that. It seems to be catching uh, on. Yeah. We would go back and the we were also at a Flyers game this past week. Yes, we were. And we went to your favorite sandwich place. We did the Carvery somewhere in the area of section 117, somewhere 118, in. somewhere in that area. But excellent, uh, freshly made sandwiches. What was the... It was a steak sandwich with... Oh, that's right. Gruyere cheese, but it was it was like a dusting Oh, the Gruyere. <laughs> they waved the cheese <laughs> wand over the... Uh, over the steak. That's about it. But I will tell you, the guy building the sandwiches, each one done with such care and precision. A arugula on there as mm-hmm. well, a couple other things. Yeah. But uh, excellent sandwiches with the house-made chips, Potato which are chips. once again Back. included yes. with the uh, with the sandwich. I don't mind spending 15 or $18 for a sandwich, but I do like the chips to be a throw-in in that, uh, in that case. Because in 2016, you had said you had always gone and they you always had the house-made chips, but they didn't do them last year. You had to pay extra for No, them. and usually they have a, a couple of choices for Billion sandwiches. One. Only one this time, but yeah. uh, again, excellent uh, excellent food choice for a Sixers or Flyers uh, for a Flyers game. It's always, uh, always there. There might yeah. be other ones as well. That's just the closest one to our... Yeah. Seats. I'm not sure if it's located on other levels as well, but yep. uh, always we tip- tasty. Yeah, we don't go to the uh, Shake Shack. That line's too long. No, the Shake Shack. You have to pretty much give up one period of a hockey game if you're going to go to the Shake Shack. So pick which period you think is going to be the most boring, least significant, and get in line and, and wait it out for that uh, $7, $9 milkshake, whatever it is that they're It's hard. If you're there with up. kids, though, they're not going to want to go to the Carvery. Yeah, a lot of disappointed parents that shelled out a couple hundred bucks for tickets and are then watching the game on TV from the Shake Shack line. <laughs> so they could have just stayed home and probably made their kids a milkshake, but... Uh, Anyway, enough on the Shake Shack. Yeah, hey, they run a more. successful business. They keep opening. Obviously, yeah. So they, so they got something. We've been to one before. <laughs> Very early in our dating. Probably our first date, I would it say. It was we, our first we were date. At a, it was our uh, first official date. We were at a We had Shake a couple Shack. pre-dates. For some reason, a dinner and dessert at Il Patore was not enough, <laughs> and we decided we needed more <laughs> food as the evening progressed, and we ended up in the... Uh, in the Shake Shack, and uh, they don't spare the electric bill there. No, That's for very sure. bright in there. And yes. as you're on a first date, you kind of want the evening to get darker and darker, more romantic. Well, that was a rude wake up call. In my what case, darker and darker is good all the time, but <laughs> especially on a first uh, on a first date. So we, yeah, it was very bright in there. You made some kind of comment about being able to get an appendectomy done. Yes. On one. Surgical rooms are not as bright as the Shake Shack. They could have uh, just laid me down on one of those stainless steel communal tables and uh, <laughs> done an appendectomy there. So, But that was our one and only visit, I think, to a Shake Shack. I don't yes. think we've been back, nope. right? I have not. No, nope. so. I don't even remember what we got. I guess ice I cream. Yeah, we got some kind of dessert. ice cream because we'd already had dinner. Yeah, so. I think we were just wandering in and out because we wanted to spend more time together. I like to, to think that. We went to well. like four. We went to, we started at the Village Whiskey. Oh, that's right. And then we went to Il Patore, which is no longer there. No. Village Rest Whiskey we've been back to. Il Patore, 
could not go back to, although he's William Mulherin, Mulherin so that's that's good. And then we went to a coffee shop. Did we? I think we did. That's yep. right. Yeah, it was cold. Yep. We didn't want the night to no, end. Very long first date. It was very nice. long. So, so locally, we went to one of our favorite places that we love to go to called the Anchorage down here there, where we uh, live. So much that they usually know what we're going to drink yes. before we order, which is nice. If Adam is there and we walk in, we don't have to order our drinks drink. at the ready. <laughs> He's which is great. excellent. He's great. I found a new dish that I love there. I always, I would get, I've tried their Cobb salad. I love their buffalo chicken sandwich. But if you go, you get it in a wrap and you ask him to bake it. That is the best way to have it. I know you're always looking for something light and uh, <laughs> and so on. So I was glad that you were able to find <laughs> this new dish, which weighs in at about four and a half to five pounds, I would say. Why don't you go ahead and describe it? It, it is like, it's. I think it's their meatloaf, but it's like a smashed meatloaf. Stacked meatloaf, do they call stacked. it? I think Maybe stacked. Maybe that's it. Stacked loaf, I believe. That's right, because we were giggling at the stacked loaf. And it has potatoes, smashed potatoes in it, and it's covered with cheese and grilled onions and gravy just to really drive that point home that to you're going to be hold asleep everything in an together. hour. <laughs> they throw in gravy kind of like a mortar. to. Uh... And it was the best thing I've ever eaten there. I've been going there for probably eight years and I, I was blown away. So that might be my new favorite that I get repeatedly. I usually so go with their New York strip steak and baked potato, which is always, always good. They also have a fantastic crab meat cocktail where they do not uh, uh, jip you on the amount of, of crab no. meat that they uh, that they give you. You so. were at another place that we're not going to say where, but you ordered the crab meat cocktail. Right. I'm still sifting through it to try to find the <laughs> crab meat. It was an enormous martini glass full of cocktail sauce <laughs> and then a few flakes of of crab meat. And I, w- I was disappointed. And again, we're not going to we're not going to listen. But at the Anchorage, that will not that will not happen. It's, it's fistfuls of yes. big pieces of uh, crab meat. It's an excellent, excellent go to. And, and everything, as Andrea said, everything is good yep. there. The salads are Good service, always, uh, always excellent. We, yep. we usually nine times out of ten just sit at the uh, bar. You can get the full menu uh, at the bar, and mm-hmm. hopefully, we end up with a uh, dark side of the moon chocolate oh cake gosh. at the at the end. I will say they don't always have it, but when they, they do, don't. it's always always tasty. That's good. So, yes, I've been begging them for about five years to get a lava chocolate lava cake, which I know is a very dated dessert, but I do love it. We like chocolate at the end of a of a meal. Mm-hmm. When we order dessert, usually one of us, because uh, we, we share a lot of our food, usually one of us will, will go to the chocolate uh, chocolate direction with uh, with our choice. Well, we didn't talk about the dessert at Double Knot, though. I can't remember what we got. No, I don't think we could remember what we, we have to do better with our with our. Yeah, I'm working on it. We're, I don't have any pictures. No. I'm working on it. Next time. We're, uh, we'll we're, we're really uh, amateurs Very with, new. with, with yes. all this, right? So Newbies. the sound, we're still trying to fi- barely can figure out how to work this podcast recorder. We're still working on the sound. Right. We have uh, uh, moved into a, a spacious new studio yes. space to do these recordings which is which is nice i can simultaneously pick out my clothes for work <laughs> tomorrow and uh and and maybe get some things for the dry cleaner uh, organized while we're while we're recording here but hopefully the sound will be good yes ron is not happy that we are in our actual closet but i'm trying to find the best area for sound and, and our house is so palatial i know and someday when we're rich and famous this little <laughs> A uh, series of recordings will be known as the closet episodes or something like that. Kind of a special period <laughs> oh, in the like podcast. That. So yeah, the closet recordings. Our house is not palatial, but it none of the rooms are very conducive to to podcasting. Right. They're just too, they don't have enough sound absorption. Wood so floors. we're giving it a try. Yes. If this doesn't work, we won't. We'll 
we'll do something else. But I've also we discovered have... that I cannot sit Indian style physically. No. <laughs> I don't have the ability, so I'm sitting on my <laughs> right foot, which is now fast asleep. So I'm gonna when, when I stand up, I'm going to pitch over. Uh, so, but uh, so we'll see about we'll that. We we'll have to move you. some chairs or something in in here. I so. don't know if you're going to have any room, but we actually already recorded this podcast once, and then. It just—it was too echoey in the room. It was really not smart. I did it in the room that we have hardwood floors. Sadly, the first go around was way funnier than I, this particular go around. So, don't tell but them that, that one's they lost. I'm teasing. This one. This one's a big improvement. <laughs> this one's a big improvement. So, hopefully, your foot wakes up soon. Only time can. will 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 tell. It's the, the tingling, the numbness is starting <laughs> to move up my up my leg now. Well, so. my feet are numb all the time, so it doesn't really matter. Your You're, feet. <laughs> are like uh, two blocks of ice at the end of, of toothpicks or, or pipe cleaners. I, I've never experienced anything like your feet when you is. when you climb into into bed. It's it's crippling the, uh, the, the the level of cold. And you're so warm. Yes, my nickname is uh, the Inferno. The furnace. Oh, I thought it was the Inferno. A- anything that's a reference. Okay, because the Inferno to, sounds to, more like a to, superhero. To that's true. There might be a. a and I'm like the that the that Batman character that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mister Mister. Freeze. Was it Mr. Freeze? Ms. Ms. Freeze. Uh, Mr. Freeze. I can never remember if he was a doctor or if he was just a mister. I don't want to shortchange him if he did have. If he went to the. If he went to med school, you know, I want to give him proper well, what, credit. What did he wear? Like, I'm trying to think what he would, what he wore before he became. Jeez, I don't, I don't remember. Mr. I know it was Freeze. Mr. Freeze. He wore this like metallic silver aluminum foil jumpsuit looking jumpsuit, jumpsuit looking so thing maybe yeah. it was like a janitor like or a mechanic <laughs> i'm not sure if his name was up on the on the pocket like uh, like if he was a mechanic usually they have their their name on their, like on their cus- shirt custodian freeze custodian freeze that, right. i think that might be that it, could be it. Have, yeah but if he is a doc he also could have been a, it could have been an honorary doctor like could have been dr pepper <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. We'll have to look that up. I I didn't bring my phone in here, so I can't can't verify any facts whatsoever. Arnold Schwarzenegger did an amazing uh, job portraying him in one of the uh, Batman movies. Overlooked at Oscar time. Shockingly not acknowledged once again. (laughs) But uh, I think it maybe just was Mr. Freeze. I think that's the first time you've referenced Arnold Schwarzenegger and haven't tried to do uh, an impersonation of him. I'm not It's gonna. very difficult. It's very difficult is, to talk about him and not go into the voice. And he's been on the news uh, uh, as well. Yeah, but we're not going to get but, into okay. that. We don't, we don't no. want to talk about politics. No. Um, oh, I've heard his voice lately. Yes. You can go long stretches now without hearing his uh, his voice. Yeah. You know, but he's not as prominent. We'll have to look that up. Yes. I don't know if it's Mr. Freeze or Dr. Freeze. Update next time or when we get around to when it. we get around, when we to, get around it. to it i don't know to teaser but god knows when they'll be in. yes on the calendar coming yes. up we have uh we're still we're still in march but we're going to be going to vernick vernick food and drink it's it'll actually be our second visit there yes yes we're looking forward to that yes always have to try to keep a lot on our calendar we have to book these places uh early we do a lot of them that's so why we know where we're, we're going. a couple, couple months out usually yeah. yeah yeah and we have we have some different places in we're actually going to be all around in April, not just in Philly. We're going to be in Atlantic City. We're going to be in outside of Philly. We're going to be way outside of Philly. Right. And we're going to roll into the summer where we're actually, well, that's a long way off, but we'll actually we'll be in Philly even less in the summer. Right. We don't frequent the uh, Philadelphia restaurants as much. We'll hit some places at the shore, though, on yep. a pretty pretty regular basis. Some mm-hmm. that we've been to, hopefully some new ones uh, yeah. as well. Because so. we're pretty far from Philly. I mean, we're an hour to drive, so that's... We love the restaurants. Obviously, it's worth it for us to drive an hour. But in the summer, it's a little tough. Anybody who lives in this area will know exactly why. 
it is difficult. We don't want to give up each time to be uh, driving. To we be learned a, our dri- driving to Philly. Yeah, one year we booked lesson. a bunch of places in Philadelphia, and we said we would not uh, do, not that do it again because leaving the beach early or, or even leaving the shore is uh, it's is tough. difficult. Yeah, it's, it's we could short probably, time. You know what we should probably do is work in like a midweek one where you come from work. We and could we do that. do a restaurant just in the middle of the week so we don't have to totally stay out of Philly. I won't stay out of it because I work up there a lot. But Plenty to try. Could, so maybe yes. we will try to try to sneak in a couple of uh, but again, the week visits. But again, people that live in Philly that, you know, all of our listener that lives in Philly... They will. We have one listener already. Oh my God, we're doing so much You're better than at her. so much better than I thought already. <laughs> You're looking directly oh, okay. at her. Uh, they, they would. A lot of those uh, people that live in Philly come down to oh, the sure. shore as well, so they might be interested to hear. Last part year, of the yeah, and we'll talk. Uh, well, last year we went to the the Red Barn, Red Store, the Red Store, Red in Store Cape in Cape May. May. Yeah, so we we try to try new places and then we have a couple we're going back to the diving horse you love diving horse in stone harbor was uh fabulous last year and also cafe loren in avalon which has been there for years and years and hadn't been there for several years but what went uh last summer and that was also uh is that where the drink got spilled on your yes uh, the water glass got spilled on my rack of lamb so yeah so story for another another day time perhaps okay So thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Check, please.